Hey, Unfiltered Mamas, it's Corey here, one of your hosts of the Motherhood Mess Unfiltered podcast, and I am so excited to just share a little bit more um, about my life experience, where God has had me, where he has me right now in this moment, and some vision for what I believe he is going to have for me in the future and how you are a part of that journey. So why don't you just sit down, get comfortable, um, and just listen in. I just want to speak to your heart from my heart, let you know a little bit more about myself because I think it's important. We want to protect our eye gate, protect our ear gate, protect our heart space. And in order to do that, we need to be diligent and aware and a a spiritual investigator, if you will, about who we're listening to, why we're listening to them. And if that is in fact something and someone that we want to partner with. And so I owe that to you. And so here we are. So if you haven't listened to the opening broadcast where Secure, Janine, the other two hosts, and myself did an overall introduction, why don't you hop on over there first? That gives a very high level. I'm going to dive a little bit deeper here today. So my name is Corey Messer. I am a wife. I am married to my handsome green-eyed cowboy. I'll share a little bit more about our love story um, later on, but we will have been married 10 years the end of this year. So we're currently in our ninth year. We had four babies in seven years, and so they are currently seven, five, two, and new. Our baby girl is not quite three months old, and so we're in it, right? We're in the thick of it, and for us, we decided and were blessed to be able to experience a journey of parenthood, if you will, in a way that was like, if we're in it, we're just going to be in it. Um, So for us, that was something that God had called us to not to have our kids really spaced far apart, but to have them in close proximity. And what I can tell you is this, this is a prime example of why we don't compare our motherhood, um, but why we really press into hearing directly from the Lord and the vision that he has for us. So talking a little bit about my motherhood journey, uh, we're just going to take it way back, (laughs) circa 1990s. I I knew that I wanted to be a mom from the time I was little. In fact, I I like to kind of joke that I was showing up as a mom to my brothers before I was even qualified, right? But if God has called you to it, he will equip you for it. And so I can look back on my childhood and see there were moments, experiences, seasons, really this overarching theme of how I would be motherly to other people. It was, it is the essence of who I am. (laughs) God has has blessed me with that. And so little things like, uh, you know, just in encouraging and loving on people and, and teaching them really this mothering spirit that always showed up in the way that I did things. And so if we fast forward a little bit, I remember also being, when you think of a mom, you generally think of um, a good mom, a pure mom, a loving mom being someone who is loving, compassionate, nurturing, there, present, available. Um, I also think of someone who teaches, maybe in different capacities, yes, but who teaches. And so when I was growing up, um, I was very much a sounding board for many of my friends and family. They would come to me and, and I was like, Lord, there are many other trustworthy people why do these people come to me? Why, what is it that they, why do they trust me? And I began to believe this lie way back then 
I would say this is about junior high and high school, probably junior high. Way back then, I began to partner with the lie that I wasn't chosen, they were just desperate. And so what that meant is I felt like they came to me because they had no other place to go, not because God had prepared my heart and their heart to have a, a holy encounter, right? And so I believed that lie for a long time. And so I just want to pause here and have you do some self-reflection and inquire within your own heart, are there areas that God has gifted you that you have allowed a seed that was planted, a seed of doubt? You have allowed that to take deep root and you have partnered with a story that is not your portion. Because how many of you know that we have an extravagant God? We have an abundant God. We have a God who loves more purely than, than any one of us. And so he loves you that deeply and he has good good gifts for you. And so I just want to encourage you. There's no condemnation in the kingdom, but I want it to convict you that if you, like I, had this moment of realization where you realize, oh my goodness, I've been partnering with something that wasn't of God. You you get to you get to do better now. When we know better, we do better. And so that was um, really a, a part of my motherhood journey, um, just being very mothering as I was young, and then believing that lie that I wasn't chosen, that they were just desperate. I happened to be like the last option, right? The last step on the journey. And as, as I got older and I was in the years of knowing that my years of motherhood were going to come soon, um, my my first experiences with motherhood were before I actually birthed my own children. And it was when I was in leadership roles, when I started coming into uh, personal training and things of that nature. I'm a good personal trainer, but I'm not the best in the world. But the reason why people stayed with me is because of this soul to soul connection. They could trust me with their most um, intimate experiences. They could trust me with their most vulnerable encounters. They could trust me. We had a foundation built on trust. And so from there, they weren't nervous or stressed when they were around me. And we were able to, to partner with their bodies that God gave them to have them align with doing the things that the Father would have them do, which are carrying out our kingdom mandates. And so it's not just about personal training for me. Uh, that's just the entry point to really do the bigger thing, which is the work of the kingdom. It is important for us to take care of our vessels, these bodies that God has given us so that we can go out and fulfill the mandates that God has called us to fulfill. And so I love doing personal training for that reason. Um, there have been different seasons in my life where I have take I have done less personal training. I've done it full time. I've done it very part time, and I've taken some time away, uh, like when I have a brand new baby. So our youngest is three months old, and so I took about six weeks away from personal training with her, and I was reminded how much I love to pour into the next generation. And I'm a Kingdom Life Coach with the King's Company, and I absolutely absolutely love just pouring into people and helping them realize areas that they're doing really good and celebrate those moments, but also identify areas where maybe we could do a bit better. Maybe we have um, had a recent experience or have been convicted by Holy Spirit to do something different or better or let something go. It's a pruning process. And so I love to teach. And so if we make this full circle, my journey in motherhood has really been this journey of going within and realizing what God has blessed me with, but not for me, so that I can bless others, so I can help them raise up and realize that their voice has value. Because 
all those years that I was believing that people came to me because they were desperate, not because I was chosen. I had also believed a secondary lie that my voice did not have value. So I'm a twin. I have a twin brother. And I just believed for years that he was supposed to be in the front. I was supposed to be in the back, unheard, unseen. And um, I realized now that that was a lie of the enemy that I had partnered with because, um, of course, he wouldn't want me to be sharing the things of the kingdom of God. <laughs> and so um, when we were growing up, I knew, I knew, I knew that I wanted to be a nurse or a teacher. And both of those things, you need to use your voice, right? To be a nurse, you need to communicate what is the area of injury, what is the area of ailment, what is the the area of sickness, um, and then what is going to be our protocol to help you heal. You need to articulate that and partner with them in that. Just like a teacher, so much of that is an audible release and the kingdom of God is voice activated. So I realized that in wanting to be a teacher, not only are you teaching through your demonstration, but you're also teaching through your words. And so what did this reflect back to me? This reflected back to me that I wanted to be a nurse because I love people. I wanted to be a nurse because I loved helping people heal. And in recent years, what I realized was God was calling me to be a spiritual nurse, a spiritual nurse. And that's what I do with Kingdom Life Coaching. We help you identify the things of the heart. We help you retrain and reframe things in what we call your mind traffic, those thoughts coming through your mind, um, so that you can... Um, repair and purify the things of your heart as you continue to walk out and do the things of the kingdom. So uh, I started out going to nursing school and realized that I would be working 24-7 because I couldn't leave my work at work. I would come home and I would think of patients and I would think of the baby who had a collapsed lung and it just crushed me. And I realized that I wasn't going to be able to do things in the traditional way. So uh, that is the, uh, the nursing side of it. And now the teacher side of it, that's what I do in teaching and course creation and personal training. So it's this beautiful picture. And I share this with you for the first part of this episode. I share this with you because I want to encourage you to reflect. Where has God brought you from? And what are certain attributes, giftings, and qualities, skill sets that he's given you that maybe you haven't walked out in the fullest capacity? Because I want to invite you in and encourage you to step out in faith in those things. Those are the areas that God has called you to. And he, he will connect you with the people and the resources that you need for those things to be done in excellence. You show up and partner with him. You be a willing vessel he can pour into, mama. And so for me, started out really young, knowing I wanted to be a mama, believed the lie that I wasn't chosen, that people came to me out of desperation. I believed the lie that my voice shouldn't be heard. And then I had that moment where I was like, wow, I didn't fail because I didn't become a nurse. I didn't fail because I didn't become a teacher in the traditional sense. I am blazing a different path with Heavenly Father as a co-heir with Christ. I am cooperating with him to do these things. And now I am a um, a woman of God who gets to activate other women in, in pairing their faith with activation, with movement, with fitness, right? Going out and being the hands and the feet of God. And I get to teach other people how to do that through Kingdom Life Coaching. I could not have done that on my own. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Thank you, Jesus. So just because you've, you've come from a certain place or maybe you're convicted that you didn't, you didn't do the best you could. 
like newsflash mamas, none of us are perfect. None of us are perfect, right? But it's important that we make progress. That's vital. That's essential. And so we want to keep moving forward. And so we just we just identify where we've come from just for clarity, not to wallow, but just for clarity. Okay, this is where I've come from, which brings me to what I told you would be the next part of this episode, which is the right now. What is God calling me to right now? So what God is calling me to right now is really pouring out. God has filled me up and filled me up and filled me up. But once your vessel is full, you can't receive more and soak it in if you haven't released some, right? Just imagine with me a pitcher of water. Let's say it's a one gallon pitcher of water. Once you get a gallon of water in there, it just overflows, right? But now if in the bottom of that pitcher, if I poked little holes and I begin to walk out, I became, I become activated and I begin to walk this out, I drip little bits of Holy Spirit revelation. I drip little bits of water, right? Little knowledge bombs as I'm teaching people, as I'm encountering people, um, as I'm empowering them to become activated. It's it's almost like um, when you think of watering your garden, there's all those little holes that you, that you pour out. Think about that being at the bottom of the pitcher. As long as I'm activated and walking, I can be impacting the soil that I encounter along my journey. And thus... I can receive more from the top. So it's it's what we call a reciprocal process, right? Like it's ongoing. God gives to me, I give to someone else, and then I can be refilled. And so I want to encourage you to do the same thing. And, and that for me, this podcast is a part of that. It's pouring out unto all of you. It's loving you. It's giving God praise and, and, and gratitude and worshiping him for all that he hit, all that he is, his presence. Oh my gosh, his presence is so good. <laughs> and so um, another part of this for me is a few years back, I don't even remember how many it was at this point, but a few years back, I prayed for just three women. I said, God, I just want three women. I just want three women that will reciprocate the way you and I do with each other. I felt for years I was, quote, a doormat. Now, I don't partner with that language, but but that's how I felt. I felt like people came to me, they walked all over me, they took what they needed, and they left. They wanted me for what I could provide, not simply for my presence. And it's the same way with Heavenly Father. We pursue His presence, His provision as a byproduct. But that's a whole other episode. And so I prayed for three women, and God just blew my socks off. I mean, he just blew it out of the water. He's so extravagant. He's so good. Um, and he, that's actually, it was shortly after that prayer in 2018 that I came in contact with the King's company. And not only did I have three women, two of which I am doing this podcast with, um, but I had a whole network of people in my, uh, immediate community, as far as the geographic place that I live, um, women, uh, I was able to connect with them. And so God just, of course, he just, he just, um, he showed up and he showed out, right? Cause he's, he's just that good. And so it, when that happened, I realized that I had an opportunity to take responsibility. It's not that God didn't bless me with women. It's that I was being too guarded as a self-protection mechanism at the expense of the relationships God already had in my presence. And so it was less about, there's nobody out there that's going to be as good a friend as I am. And it was more about me being humble enough to take the responsibility and say, you know what? I just, I, I was not willing to be vulnerable. And so of course people, what you treat people, how to treat you. So they would come and they would talk to me and I would take it all in and I would problem solve for them. And, and then they would go home 
and I would never ask for prayer, right? I was, I was lacking humility in those moments. And so when I realized that and I repented to God and I was like, oh man, here's my prayer. Here's my heart. I'm surrendered to however you want to do it. I was like, whoa, God. <laughs> and I realized I didn't want other women to walk through such a lengthy season of feeling like they didn't have support of other women. And so I wanted to create and establish a space for women to be uh, supported. Yes but also to be activated. Um, so not just sitting around listening to the challenges, but then being activated with a solution and then knowing what to do as you walk that out and you, in, you encounter life, right? So how do we press in when things get tough? And so that's what this podcast is. Um, Janine is very much a visionary. I am very much an encouraging and activating teacher and Sakira is very much a warfare strategist. And so I'm excited for all of you um, to to um, experience the power of where two or more gather. And so I'm so excited that you here. You are here. Where is God taking us? God is taking us on a journey. This is not just a podcast. It is a movement. And so I am so excited that you are here. I encourage you to invite other mamas in. Uh, the title itself should give it away. Motherhood, right? motherhood, that mothering spirit that I talked about in the beginning, motherhood mess. It's messy, right? We want to talk about how, um, how you can meet Jesus in the mundane, meet him in the mess. Um, the mess is part of the mess edge, right? It's part of the message. And so we are excited, um, to just do that and, and show up with, with, with you on this journey, um, in an unfiltered way, which means authentic. We're going to go first. We're going to be vulnerable. God has called us to it. And we're going to invite you in along that journey. So I'm so excited that you're here. Uh, my journey of motherhood has definitely been one of um, my my children being some of my greatest teachers. Um, and actually, at the time of this recording, my youngest is crying. So I need to go feed her. <laughs> so I'm going to close us in prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for the mama listening to this broadcast. I thank you for the mama that is desiring more of you, God. I thank you for the mama that wants community, that you have given us the opportunity to partner with you in this capacity. Please bless this woman, Lord. Bless this woman. Let her know that she is covered. Let her experience your peace, God. And Lord, I just ask that in this very moment, in this very moment, should she be tenderized and, and open to what it is you have for her, God, that she would have a very personal experience with you, God, to know that this is where she is to be, God, to know that this is how you want her to spend her time. I thank you for her life. I pray healing in her body, health and well-being in her life, God, and impact I pray that we can impact her because of you so that she can impact her family, her region, her nation, and the nations, God. I thank you so much, Heavenly Father, for all that you are, but mostly for your presence. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Be blessed, Mama.